Welcome to the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Miller. Thanks for joining us today. And this podcast is all about focusing on how God is good, even when life is messy, life is hard, things don't go the way they think they will go. We know that we can trust that He does not change, even when our circumstances around us change. He tells us that in this world we will face hardships, but to take heart because He has already overcome the world. So today we're going to kind of get into part of my story because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony and seeing how God has worked in our lives. We can be encouraged in knowing that He can do the same for you. He can do the same for your cousin, for your dad, for your mom, for your best friend. So when we go through hard things and He works through that and makes it more beautiful in the end, it's such an encouragement because... We know when someone else is in a situation where they feel hopeless, there is hope and that he can make beautiful things from ashes. So this is a part of my story that I haven't been proud of and honestly haven't shared with a lot of people just because I had a lot of shame around it, honestly. But it is part of my story from the year 2020. Uh, A lot of people had a hard year that year with COVID and just the lockdown and not being able to see people and stuff. And um, the hardest thing for me was going through uh, two broken engagements that year. So to back up a little bit, I had grown up kind of with this idol of marriage in my heart that I didn't even realize, honestly, because I have just seen a lot of awesome people in my family have really beautiful marriages that glorified God. And so I thought that was the best thing ever. And I saw engagement as so special because it's this idea of already but not yet you already have your your chosen person and you get to celebrate and plan your lives together and engagement is where we are as believers in a spiritual sense we have accepted his proposal like he came he died for our sins and rose again up from the grave so that we can be with him it's like this grand proposal of do you want to spend your life with me do you want to spend eternity with me so if you have said yes to this proposal then we are just waiting on the wedding celebration when he returns and then we get to go spend eternity with him. We are the bride of Christ. So really weddings on earth are a reflection of how Christ loves the church and marriage on earth is a reflection of spending eternity in heaven with God. So I have seen how engagement and marriage reflects God and I wanted it so badly. I begged God to get engaged, like with tears. I was upset. I just like, I wanted to get engaged so badly. And I mean, if you go to a small Christian school like I did, there's kind of this idea too of ring by spring, where usually by your spring semester of your college year, a lot of people get engaged. And that was kind of in my head too. And I had been with a guy for about four years. And so when he proposed, I was so happy, so excited. We were finally engaged. And At first, things seemed to be going well, but I honestly was also struggling with a lot of perfectionism with uh, my school, my career and life um, trajectory. I wanted to do things just right. And even just like I wanted to be the perfect wife. So I was trying to do everything I possibly could to prepare for that. And I want to be perfect in my my dance career um, in school and everything. And I took that way too far. And I ended up having a lot of mental health issues, which ended up being like physical health issues. So during COVID, I was able to heal from that part a lot and um, just get some help to get out of those situations. But with that huge 
focus on perfectionism. I really um, struggled in my relationships with people, which also affected the engagement I was in. So that wasn't an isolated thing that caused a breakup, but in my head, that's something I think that caused um, definitely some distance to happen. And with the different mental health issues with me and also him and just COVID, like we end up, um, well, he ended up breaking off our engagement in May of 2020. So I had no idea what to do because if, if you've been engaged before, it's like, oh, I'm getting ready to like spend my life with this person. And you think that everything is kind of set in stone. So I thought everything was set in stone and I was going off my whole life to go off of this decision. Um, I already graduated school and I was getting ready to move and all this stuff was going towards that way. And since that way had been broken off, I didn't know what to do. I, um, and I didn't handle it well either, honestly. Most of the time, um, I, I honestly was struggling with alcohol and I was being very, like, I was very suicidal. I just did not handle it well at all. And thankfully I had some really good friends and people around me. My family was very supportive in that time. Um, and for the first time in my life, that was when I actually was angry with God and allowed myself to be angry with him and question um, what he was doing. I would go on drives just to scream and cry. And um, I was a mess, but I was just trying to lean into God, even if it was angry and sadness that with which I was leaning into God. Then soon after, much sooner than I would recommend, um, a friend of mine from high school happened to be in town and reached out about getting coffee. And um, so I was like, sure. So we got coffee and it quickly turned into something else. Um, I was trying to be very cautious, but he's very future oriented and had like a, um, a limited timeline. And it, based on encouragement from our families and it seemed like everything was falling into place, it just moved very quickly and obviously we'd known each other from before so it wasn't like it was a stranger um so we had gotten engaged a few months after that which was very quick but it seemed like everything was falling into place um and then shortly after that we realized that we really did want different things specifically i wanted kids and he did not it was a big thing for sure and so we parted ways in that um and that was really difficult because, like, I had never had a boyfriend ever. And I always highly esteemed marriage. And I wanted to honor God through relationships um, by having physical boundaries and making sure to go through the right steps and just involving our families and everything. But I found myself having two broken engagements in the year 2020. I was left feeling devastated and like a failure. And... I finally had time to process the fact that I had a four-year relationship that ended and then another broken engagement on top of that. It was a lot to handle. And I, you know, who else has had two broken engagements in a year? I've never heard of that. I just felt like the biggest failure and unlovable. When I wasn't at work, I was just sobbing all the time. I couldn't control it. And I had lots of suicidal thoughts. It was just very hard because I had this deep rejection and I did not feel good enough um, because I put my faith into marriage and engagement and relationships and that let me down. I was disappointed because my God of engagement and marriage had failed. I was putting all my, my value, my life plans, my identity 
into um, if I was on the path to being a lovely wife. Like that was my goal, was to glorify God as a wife and a mom. And if that didn't happen, then I was a failure. And the truth is that marriage can glorify God, but it is not the end goal. The end goal is God, not that which glorifies him. Sometimes we can get caught up in the things that give him glory instead of him himself. Are you focused on your sport more than you're focused on him? Sometimes we, like sports can glorify God. He's given us these amazing bodies and abilities that we can do cool things. But if we're focused more on the score at the end of the game or how well we performed, then we're not focused on the one who gave us the bodies and the sport and the game. Same with our work and our relationships. Are you more focused on how well you're doing at work and how well you're performing? Are you more focused on the people that you're loving and the response that they give you back? Or are you focused on the one who gives you work and the one who gives you the people? I realized I needed to turn to God with my pain, first of all, but also I needed to make him my ultimate priority and my God. I needed not to have anything else on that pedestal but him. And thankfully I was able to fill my time with some really good things to help me keep my focus on him by, I did a lot more hiking, I got involved with surfing at church, I got another part-time job, I started this podcast, I joined a Bible study, and a few things that really fueled my soul and helped me focus on him again was that time in nature, time journaling, and time in his word to help heal my mind and my soul. And the healing didn't come with a replacement person, like, oh, now I'm going to get married to this person, so I am healed. But instead, my healing was being reminded of my purpose. I was reminded of who God is and that he is always good. He is my ultimate good and that nothing else truly matters in this life. For the first time in my life, through lots of healing, (laughs) I came to a place where I was okay if I never got married. I realized that God is my source of joy. That's all I need. God is my source of purpose. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's all I need. And that God is who I am made for. There's a song by John Mark Pantana that became especially um, important to me, especially as I was healing from all of this. And it's called Made for Jesus. And the chorus says, I was made for heaven. I was made for Jesus. I was made to walk in the cool of day with you. And he sings it much more, much more beautifully. And there's some beautiful verses that go with that too. But that was something I listened to on repeat and has become kind of like a theme song for my life of just being reminded that that is my purpose in this world. That is your purpose in this world. He made us for him. He made us so that he could love us. We are made to be loved by him and to love him in return. So thankfully he had healed my heart and mind, not by replacing that and fixing the broken engagement, broken situation, but he reminded me of who he is and that he is good even in the mess. And obviously since then he gifted me an amazing man and I am married now, but I know that marriage is not my idol. And I'm remind myself of that when especially when like lots of good things are happening in marriage and remembering to like turn that to God and say thank you for this amazing man who's so sweet and not making this marriage my idol 
and not that I'm perfect or anything. I have my own struggles still, but my gaze is much more on the Lord than my marital status. And I can glorify God as a single lady. I can glorify God as a married woman. That part doesn't matter. The important part is remembering where my gaze is focused on. May our gaze be focused on him. May we first seek his face. May we look upon his beauty. Nothing else on earth compares. Nothing else lasts like him. He is greater than all. He is more faithful than anyone. He will never leave you or forsake you. He will love you forever. And a few resources I wanted to share um, specifically that helped me and might help you whether you have dealt with a broken engagement or whether you're dealing with the idolatry of marriage or just remembering your purpose and being loved by God and loving Him. The song that I had mentioned is by John Mark Pantana. It's called Made for Jesus. And there's a podcast I listened to um, by 30 Minutes with the Perrys called The Idolatry of Marriage, which was really good. And I also had found... Um, There's a lady named Diana Elizabeth, and she has both a YouTube video and a blog post, and she's also written a a book since then, too. Um, But the YouTube video is called How to Heal from a Broken Engagement. She goes through her broken engagement experience and how she healed from that, Uh, but she also wrote a book called In Repair that kind of goes through some more steps specifically um, to help people who are going through broken engagement. So thank you for listening and I hope this is encouraging to you whether or not you've gone through a broken engagement um, just being reminded of your purpose your identity and what is most important is not anything you can do not your marital status not anything you can say not anything you can produce or perform your purpose your identity is in Christ It is in your Father who created you. He loves you. He sings over you, and he rejoices in you, and he delights in you. May the Lord bless you and keep you.